Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Mrs. Mrs. Hamilton's little boy, Scott, here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. You probably heard that they very quickly caught that armed robber who held up the fried chicken restaurant. You might have read that. Although he escaped with an armload of cash and fried chicken, within an hour he showed up at the emergency room and asked to have his stomach pumped.
<laughs> Clark Terry. Clark Terry, who does the intro for this show, Pull Your Bearskins a Little Closer to the Fire, will be 93 years old in December. What a remarkable man. What interesting things he played. One of the few people that could play fast and still be interesting. Mary said that it was nice that I kept a diary, a, a journal of my life on my Facebook page. <laughs> that, that's not really why I write so many seemingly meaningless things on my Facebook page. I like writing things out on my Facebook page because I can simply cut and paste what I want to use on this radio program, on my television program. Or perhaps it will fit into some column for the newspaper. With notebooks, I have to copy it over. Here's how it works. I've kept little notebooks for years. You know, a habit I acquired back around 1975 or so when I was writing for a lot of newspapers and mowing fields and digging gardens on a tractor. I had a special extra pocket sewed on my pant leg. You've seen me round. You've seen that two extra pockets I have on my pant legs. And I kept a little notebook in the right pocket. As I mowed about on automatic pilot, thinking about other things, sometimes cutting down lilac bushes that people wanted, I wrote down things that came to mind for use in my newspaper column. This was 35, 40 years ago. Now... My Facebook page now is ideal for what I use it for. I get information back from friends who answer my questions. Collectively, my friends know everything there is to know. I can use their pithy comments on my radio, television shows. My friends educate me. And think about this. I've got to say it again. Unlike my notebooks, I can simply cut and paste without having to try to figure out what the scribbles mean as I try to Type them into the computer. Now, you can probably tell me what it is about my radio show that people like, because not a week goes by, but what some very intelligent person tells me that they miss here in the humble farmer in their hometown. So the show does attend to the interests of some. The great thing about my Facebook page is that you don't have to read it if you don't want to. So it's not as if I'm inflicting my daily doings or my opinions on my friends who have a real life. My Facebook page is very much like radio or television. You can turn it off.
Scott Hamilton here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you. Every week at this time, right here on your favorite station. Have you ever asked why, when you go into your doctor's office, you write everything on a paper they give you, on a clipboard, which your secretary then retrieves and copies into the system's computer? Have you ever asked yourself, why, why, why don't they have a computer screen in the lobby? Why don't they let you type the thing in to begin with? Functional fixedness. Remember the saber-toothed tiger curriculum? It's the way we've always done it.
here on the Humble Farmer. Once or twice a year, if I'm lucky, a piano player stops in at the bed and breakfast at the farm. And you know, of course, that a piano stool is nothing more than a magnet for piano players. No sooner had had Rainer and his wife Sabine from Frank from Frankfurt walked in the door when Rainer rushed over to the piano and started to play a Bill Evans version of I Fall in Love Too Easily. Pat Michaud had just tuned our piano, so it sounded pretty good. I grabbed my bass and we played for four or five hours, only stopping when my wife Marsha, the almost perfect woman, dragged us into the dining room to eat. The next morning I had just finished power washing mold off the east side of the house so Marsha could paint it. When our friends drove into the dooryard again and Rainer asked if he could send an email to his son in Germany. All this time my wife Marsha is in seventh heaven because she's scrubbing and cleaning the bedrooms upstairs. And you can well understand that after Rainer got out his email, he couldn't wait to rush over to the piano and play more Bill Evans. Well, you've heard me say that Marsha goes to sleep at night, compiling in her mind a list of things that I absolutely positively have to do the next day. And Rainer hadn't played three or four changes before she shuts off her vacuum cleaner and yaps downstairs like, like old Aunt Shaw through her cross old mug. None of that, none of that. Cause it scared the poor man half to death. And you understand, of course, that Marsha didn't know that it Raina was visiting and thought that I was slacking in off there at the piano keyboard. Now I feel you can understand this, I feel pretty good about the whole thing. Does this not indicate that my wife thinks I can play piano like Bill Evans?
Thank you for listening to Scott Hamilton here on The Humble Farmer. Of course, you know this, that with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you. Every week this time, I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I enjoy looking at my new solar collectors, and I enjoy talking about my new solar collectors. You might not believe this, but I even enjoy figuring out how much money I'm saving with my new solar collectors. In 2011, I read that the average annual electricity consumption for a U.S. residential utility customer was an average of 940 kilowatt hours a month. Wow, I can't believe that, 940 a month. Louisiana had the highest annual consumption, and Maine had the lowest. Maine was consuming 521 a month average. And of course, where I live on the coast, you know this, we don't run an air conditioner nine months out of the year like they do in Louisiana. So my average power usage for seven months in 2007 was 613 kilowatt hours a month. Wicked high. It's above average, but we have a bed and breakfast. We have extra laundry. We have extra dishwashing. We also use the clothes dryer. Big. Each electricity. We use the clothes dryer on all bed and breakfast sheets and towels because we got to do this because, well, you might know, our bird friends are so disrespectful can't hang things on the line. In 2007, we were not generating power. And in 2007, I don't think we even had solar hot water heaters. Back then, we were heating our domestic hot water with the oil furnace, which meant that our oil furnace had to run all summer. Boom! Glug, 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 glug. We now have an 80-gallon electric hot water heater. The water in it is preheated by the eight solar hot water heaters. I should say eight solar water heaters on the side of the house. And it's a funny thing that happened when I shifted over to an electric hot water heater and got the solar panels. We are no longer burning oil in the summer to heat our water. But at the same time that we started to heat our water in an electric water heater, preheated by the sun, our power bill went down. Now, here's a question you might want to ask yourself the next time you see those solar panels on the barn on Mechanic Street in Rockland or on the house out on the Old County Road. Ask yourself this. Think about this. When you see those panels, ask yourself, is my neighbor saving more money than I am?
here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Grooveyard. I'm going to play Grooveyard. I don't have it marked that it's one of my favorites. I'm wondering why I didn't want to play Grooveyard. Maybe there's a long drum solo in it or something. I'm going to play it anyway just to see what happens. I am a quantitative person. I count when I wind the clock. I count when I walk up a flight of stairs. I look at the electric measuring meters on my house at least once every day to see how much electricity I've used from central main power and how much excess electricity above and beyond that I've generated and used myself. I've pumped back into the grid for credit. I I kind of messed that up, didn't I? You know what I mean? I... I (laughs) don't know if I know what I mean. I look at the electric measuring meters on my house at least once every day to see how much electricity I've used from central main power and how much excess electricity above and beyond that I've generated and used myself I pump back into the grid for credit. I have to be careful now at my age writing compound sentences because I'm unable to read them and understand them. Anyway, it's been about 30 days, a one billion period, since the eight new 245-watt panels have been online, bringing my total capacity up to 3.44 kilowatts. So, I have no idea if that will supply all the electricity I need for the year or not. I still don't know. I do know that my first bill with the new system was about $100 or so less than it was five years ago. Does this make you wonder if your neighbor is saving more money than you are?
Scott Hamilton here on The Humble Farmer, where with any luck at all you can hear me playing old-fashioned music right here on your favorite station, I think. Do you enjoy learning new things? At least once a day I pull a volume of the Encyclopedia Britannica off a shelf. I open the encyclopedia at random and I read, and I think it's fun to do this. I recently read this about comets. It said, Since the belief was long prevalent that the movement of the heavenly bodies influenced the affairs of men, it is natural that comets were once regarded with considerable suspicion and interest. Well, today some Americans will tell you that the national deficit is caused by the blacks, Mexicans, and unemployed whites who are getting government assistance. These people are apparently blissfully unaware of our wars, the removal of regulations on our financial institutions, and the huge corporations that pay little or no taxes. Do you suppose that these folks also regard comets with considerable suspicion and interest?
nice bottom note there, huh? What was that? A tuba. I don't know. McKinney's cotton pickers. I'd love it. Boop, 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 boop. Good dancing music. The Common Ground Fair, I think that the Common Ground Fair is the most impressive gathering of people to be held in the state of Maine. They have this Common Ground Fair thing every year, the last weekend or so in September, and I always do my best to be there. Of course, my favorite event is the sheep dog demonstration. They put these little dogs out in the field with a dozen sheep, and when the dog's trainer whistles, these dogs jump up and herd the sheep into a pen. Every organization in Maine that might be in favor of some positive political or social change is represented at the Common Ground Fair. My friend David Bright said that the most shocking thing he saw there in three days was the endangered species booth. David went over to check out the endangered species booth and there was no one there.
Scott Hamilton. My, it's almost time to get out here. <laughs> My friend John told me that he was standing around outside somewhere chatting with a woman when he chanced to look at the scratches in the ledge underfoot. And he said to this woman, hey, look, look, look where the glacier went through here. And the woman jumped back a little bit and said, recently? And of course, John said, no, no, years ago. And the woman said, well, I wouldn't know. I live over in Friendship. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, I'll be back next week here on your favorite station. Same time, I'm The Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Uh-huh.